he came to me and he said, I heard you were the best DJ from the past. Alex, Henk described you as one of the fire starters in the Dutch dance scene. What were those first sort of years in the Dutch dance like? And I thought, oh, I can organize the DJ convention around it. That was like the first Amsterdam dance event. Uh... That, that was the beginning, yeah. because that's why it's still in October. I made one record with my band. Alex and the City Crew. And then, yeah, we had uh, 200 shows. And uh, uh, after that, it stopped. And then, okay, then we went on with other things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, I did a lot of things good, and I had a lot of fun in, in life. But financially, is now it's not okay, and yeah. I have to change. Alex, I start all my podcasts with the same question because usually that sets the tone for the rest of the conversation. And that question is, are you happy? <laughs> yeah, very happy. <laughs> What, in your opinion, is required to live a happy life? Ah, good question. To do the work you like, to have a nice family around you, that, that everybody is healthy, um, um, that you can do uh, some inspiring things for yourself. Yeah, that, that will be it. <laughs> I asked the following question because I, I got your name via Hank. And when I asked Hank um, about happiness, he found it quite funny because the term happiness seemed a bit um, like, a little like a little kid, I think was how oh, he phrased yeah, it yeah, to yeah, him. Yeah. So my question for you is, is, is happiness what we should be chasing in life? No, I don't think uh, happiness is, is important because you need to have fun. But it's not the most important thing. I think um, getting your family right on track is more important. And um, uh, yeah, to have, have fun in your work is important, but it's not about pure happiness. Mm -hmm. But happiness you need to chase as well, because in holidays or in whatever, you, you need to find this again. Yeah. For this podcast, I use it almost as research in order to figure out um, whether or not chasing your passion leads to finding your purpose. Okay. Meaning that I have a research hypothesis that is passion equals purpose. What do you think about that? Yeah, passion. You know, for me, passion is, has always been in my life, whatever I do. So I did everything you can imagine in the music business and uh, and everything for me it's normal to do it with passion because otherwise I cannot do it so um, uh, I worked in the music industry of course as a DJ I started in 74 and uh, and then it was new so it was fun to do because we have to we had to develop all uh, our knowledge about playing music And people were looking at it like, yeah, everybody can be a DJ, you know. It was not a status. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So, and uh, I was one of the first to to start DJing without um, talking in the microphone because I didn't like to do that. Right. So I was the first one to find out how we could mix, and uh, yeah. And then uh, the further we came, the better it it it, it was, and uh, to to make nice mixes, and then the good turntables came. So, uh, the the 
the technique developed with us as DJs. Yeah. So yeah, that that that, that was the passion. I DJed all over uh, uh, Holland and uh, in Germany in '78, and in Ibiza in '82, and Mallorca, Mabelia, things like that in the summers always. And uh, um, yeah, and there was a moment that I thought oh, I have to do something else, and then started working for a bookings agency. And I what, toured. What, sorry, what led to that? Why did you think I have to do something else? Uh, because I was starting in 74, and I think that was around the uh, beginning of the 90s that I started. I did everything I could do with turntables and uh, with, uh, with DJing, and uh, I thought it was good, was good to live a life in daytime. Yeah, <laughs> that that was the 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 because I always lived at night. Yeah, and uh, in my time, I, I played here in the biggest club in the eighties, the Bios on the Light Supplying, and I played there five days a week, and I played started at nine and I was finished at five or four, mm-hmm. so that was normal for us, yeah. you know, to work that that whole night longs. So yeah, but uh, that that that's the reason why I thought yeah, it's good to live another life uh, and yeah. to to try to to do something else in the business and uh, um, I was that yeah it was good because I started um, uh, oh yeah first I started working in a touring agency and every weekend we had artists over like from from America or from England uh, uh, in the, in, and they, they toured in, in clubs in Holland so I organized the clubs and, and uh, the bookings and uh, um, uh, and, and I, I made the decision what acts should come to um, to um, Holland and um, uh, and after that, I started in the. Um, I had the idea to organize a DJ convention in Holland, because I was at the World DJ Convention in May, and I thought, wow, now uh, now I know that DJing is a profession. <laughs> you yeah, know, that yeah, was yeah. the first time I realized when all the DJs were together in the Royal Albert Hall. It was it was amazing. Yeah. And uh, then I thought, yeah, we need a DJ convention in Holland as well. So uh, I organized one in October. And, uh, and and I was working in the touring agency as well. And I had uh, Grandmaster, uh, what was Cutmaster uh, Swift I had over, and uh, Cash Money and Marvelous. The, they were touring for me in Holland. And I thought, oh, I can organize the DJ convention around it. Yeah. And then it started. That was like the first Amsterdam dance event. Uh... That, that was the beginning. Yeah. Because that's why it's still in October. Yeah. Because I started it then. And uh, um, uh, so started, and the, the, then I got involved in DMC because DMC England, the headquarters, they want to get involved in our DJ convention. So they were joining us. And then later on, they asked if, they, if I could work for them. Yeah. So I started working for them. So I stopped with the bookings agency after a year. And then I started working for them. I was their head office for Europe because they, they had a lot of things going on in Europe which could have been organized better. So that's what we did. And uh, so I started organizing European DJ championships and uh, and the DJ convention, of course. And uh, so um, from there on, it it went, yeah, it went, the office became bigger and bigger. Yeah. And uh, and it was fun to do to be on the other side of of DJing. Yeah, exactly. And to be uh, uh, behind the desk, uh, more or less. Yeah. And uh, so, and then we started our own magazine, Update Magazine. It came uh, is a monthly magazine we uh, released, and uh, the DJ convention was bigger and growing and growing. So, uh, and it became international, and uh, yeah, that was that was fun. And then later on, uh, Konamis took it over. 
So then I stopped and then I thought, I realized, yeah, it's a lot of fun, an office. We had 14 people working for us or 15. But I realized, yeah, it, the, all the energy goes to them and to the to the things you do. Yeah. But the, there was not so much fun for me in it, I realized. Yeah. And then I started, uh, accidentally, started DJing again. And then I realized, yeah, this is the biggest fun in life. Why, why <laughs> accidentally? How did yeah, you? Yeah, somebody came to me. Uh, I didn't touch a record for seven years, I think. And there was a, some uh, somebody came to me and he said, I heard you were the best DJ from the past and we want to organize uh, events with older music. Yeah. Uh, can you not play music again for us? And I was really flabbergasted about it because I had my company and all these people working yeah. for me. Uh, but then I thought, you know, I can give it a try. Yeah, exactly. So I, I, I went to my records. They were still in the, in the I still had all my records. And uh, I served out a few and I, I did a, a set at the party. And then they came back to me. You need to play more. We like it. And uh, yeah. and 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 it, at the same time, I started uh, um, uh, taking. Uh, how, do you, how do you say? We we, uh, we ended up the, the 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 working together with Hank, yeah. and uh, and then I started as DJ again, and that was fun. Yeah. And uh, yeah, in 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 a year after a year working, I had already uh, four or five gigs a week. So that, yeah, then I found uh, yeah I realized this was. Uh, where life was about. I uh, I always I have a sweet spot for the DJs or the artists because I was a DJ myself. Ah, right. But for me, I I at least look reflecting now on the process. I feel like I lacked the self belief to truly believe that I could make it. Yeah. As a DJ, and that's why I started looking at other things, and yeah, eventually yeah. brought me to this podcast. Um, so yeah, I, I know a little bit about the DJ life in that sense. I did also at some point, I think the most I did was four nights a week. Oh yeah. Where it's just uh, sort of so energy draining. A lot of fun, but you're just dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So That was never a problem for me. No, <laughs> no still no, no. not? Or well, no. when, when we play in Ibiza, yeah. we had to play seven days a week from nine till six. <laughs> and every day it was on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's no problem. What we, keeps you going then? Is that just because you love it so much? Yeah, yeah, the... yeah. yeah. I, I get always energy from, from uh, um, uh, how do you say, from playing with the crowd. Yeah. You know, that's the most important thing for me. It's not playing the music, but it's it's entertaining the crowd and to get them where I want them to be. Also in ups and downs. So, yeah, you know, exactly. Let's go yeah, down yeah. a little bit and change it and make it and, and, and put them on the, on the uh, yeah, on, uh, make them surprise, you know, things. Yeah, yeah that's, that, that's, uh, that, 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 that's what I like, yeah. Would you say there's any downsides to chasing your passion? No, no. Oh, that's, <laughs> no. that's a simple answer. Yeah, it, you know, the thing is, if you have a job, it, life is a, a little bit easier because you don't have to think too much about your career. But if you're like me, always uh, have your own companies, you always have to think about and plan 
the the way you go with your business. Yeah. So uh, with the DJ business especially. So yeah. Um, yeah, and I have to change um, the 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 way of working a lot of times. So there was a time that I played. Uh, I, I was the first one to play with video clips. Yeah. With the pioneer. Yeah. First in the eighties with video tapes. Then we played VHS tapes and uh, Betamax tapes. And, yeah. Uh, that was really difficult, but <laughs> we did it. You know, you you play start and uh, one, two, three, and then you had sound and vision. Yeah. You know? Exactly. And, yeah. It's yeah. not like plop, you like you play a uh, CD. No. Uh, and uh, so, but we learned, you know. Then also with that, we could we could make nice mixes. But uh, later, uh, the pioneer came, and then I thought, oh, and I played already with CD. I was the first one in Amsterdam to start uh, playing CDs. Mm-hmm. And that became uh, in 2000. I played in Russia in Saint Petersburg for half a year, I think. And all the Russian DJs didn't have money enough to to buy vinyl because vinyl was very expensive there. Right. And I think uh, one one twelve inch cost them a, a night of salary, right? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. They, they make less money and the price of the vinyl was higher. Exactly. Yeah, so yeah. it was for very difficult for them to buy records. Yeah. So they they and uh, so they recorded CDs and they they gave it to the everybody, you know. Yeah. They exchanged it to the, all the other DJs, and that's why they play with CDs. And then I saw them working with the CDs. I thought. Oh, that's handy. <laughs> so I came back from uh, from from Russia, and then I started digitalizing my whole uh, collection. Yeah. And then I was the first DJ to play with CDs, and everybody in Amsterdam said, "Oh, you have to play vinyl. You're not a DJ anymore." You know, they they had a, a lot. As of always, they also still say that now, or oh, use a USB. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. what it is. And yeah. then, but in the beginning, there was the, not the, the the CD thousand already. And I know the pioneer people uh, good because of the DJ conventions and everything. So they, on the moment they called me, ah, I got now the beautiful machine. Yeah. And then I was the first one to play with the CD8000. Yeah. And uh, um, yeah, that was fun because then you, you could do a lot more, you know? Yeah, I can imagine. And, and then the, the other DJs started realizing, huh, he's doing some things we cannot do. Exactly. <laughs> and, and the biggest thing was I played always for uh, business events and private parties as well. And you always go through your record collection. It t- takes you two, three hours to prepare the set. Yeah, yeah. And with the CDs, you have everything with yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. That was the biggest time uh, uh, thing, uh, which was an uh, uh, advantage, that yeah. you don't have to spend so much time. You just come in with your box and, okay, what is it tonight? Okay, then we put this or that. Yeah. Or that. So that was uh, that was great that, uh, to go to the CDs. Nice. But yeah, and then um, the, when the DVDs players c- came out from Pioneer, then I had my music already digital, but then I had to put all the clips on top you yeah, know, exactly. and make DVDs. Uh, uh, and burn DVDs. So uh, that took me, I think, three months because I had a very big collection of VHS and and Betamax tapes of of good old clips. So I had to combine the CD quality with the... uh, That was a lot of work. But then I was the only one because there was no YouTube and nobody could get clips from anywhere, you know? How, How have you experienced the growth because obviously it's been 50 years that you're in the industry as far as I understood, right? Or at nah, least as a DJ? Yeah, as DJ from already nearly 50 years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you, as you mentioned, you experience everything from vinyl to CDs yeah. to... 
How has that development been? Fun. <laughs> right. Yeah, we started with singles, you know. Why, why do you think there's a lot of people, right, that, that, that growth or that difference that would stop them? They'd be like, okay, this is not what I want to do anymore. Why doesn't it stop you? Because I always like to be the first. No, not I like to be the first, but I'm always interested in the new developments. Yeah. And I li always like to use it because it can make your work better. Where does that interest come from? Because I, I like to work so much. And yeah, then okay. if, if anything can help me to make that work better, yeah. I, I, I will put time and energy in it. And then when you start working again, uh, oh, now I can do this. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. Especially being in a scene so long to just seeing people. I mean, you've probably experienced that people come in and left again. And in yeah, the meantime, you're still there, yeah, still doing yeah, your yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. But but the fun thing is I do now something which nobody does in the world because I play with three different video screens at the same time. Okay. I, I developed that myself because I played already so long with one video screen. And then I realized when I went digital, finally, because it took a long time before we with the video clips could play digital. Yeah. And, uh, and then I found out, oh, you can put more screens. So I developed the system that, and, and I uh, edit clips now with three different yeah. uh, visuals or a very big visual or three different ones. And the good thing is nowadays there are many uh, versions of clips on the market. So you can do it, you know, because yeah, exactly. in the beginning that was difficult. You had yeah. only one. You was happy that you had one. Yeah. yeah. And now, uh, so, uh, yeah, I always keep ahead of, uh, um, yeah, not anyone else. But, uh, yeah, I, I just want to do the most interesting thing. Then I like it. <laughs> That's awesome. Henk described you as one of the... Fire starters in the Dutch dance scene. Ooh. What were those first sort of years in the Dutch dance like? Yeah. Trying to establish yeah. a scene even, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it, because of the DJ convention started at the perfect moment, you know, when we started it. Then the Euro dance became big. Right. So it was too unlimited. Uh, all the uh, all the German uh, uh, acts and all the now all the European acts, and that was new because before before that, all the music came from England or America. Yeah. You know, and saw a little bit from France and a little bit from Germany, but then suddenly uh, the 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 yeah there was the European sound. And that made our uh, DJ convention interesting because all the artists wanted to come to play for us. And that's why we did, always did it on Monday night in the beginning because then all the artists were, were free. Oh, yeah, we like to come. Yeah. So that, that, and, and then all the uh, record industry people realized, oh, all the artists are there. We have to go. Yeah. And then they met each other and, and, and then the business started growing, growing, growing. Yeah. So um, yeah, that was perhaps the fire starter from the for the, for Amsterdam to be the the middle of it, yeah. uh, because when the last event which I organized, then we had 300 people from all over the world, people from Japan and from uh, Russia. And from, that was <laughs> funny, was yeah, that? Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, you mentioned that you obviously already played in a lot of different countries, yeah. Russia, Ibiza, yeah. Germany, yeah. Netherlands, obviously. Yeah, and a lot of times so at, um, at the private parties, you know, in London or, yeah, exactly, uh, yeah. or also in, uh, in Switzerland and or, yeah, all over. Yeah. yeah. What has 
traveling the world and meeting all these different cultures, also playing music in all these different yeah. countries. What has that taught you about the world? That there are big differences um, uh, between the countries, and you have to realize how it's um, how they're focused on their music. So you have to always make the 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 um, how do you say the translation step of what they know. Yeah. And like the English people are very orientated on the English market, yeah. and America exactly the same. They don't know so much about Europe no, no, music. No. At least at the be in the beginning of my career, and that was the same with Germany and 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 France. And the good thing is that we, as small country in 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 Europe, we uh, I, first is we have the biggest, we are the best import in Europe. Yeah. Because we have these record stores, which and there was a big competition in Holland between these stores, so everybody wants to be the best. Yeah. And it was really amazing because we we got more music than Germany, or because they were not so focused on this right. import. Yeah. So that's where also the the the, the Dutch um, step ahead started. And another thing is what you realize is that the Dutch people are very they take a step back and see if it's good. If it's good, then they go party. Right. But if then it's not good, then they say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, blah, blah, blah. I'm leaving. They're very critical. Right. There seem to be still a quite a rise in um, talking about like burnouts for DJs, yeah, 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 people yeah. who struggle with mental health. What are the parts of the DJ scene that people don't really talk about, in your opinion? Yeah, but that's a new thing, of course. In my time, we didn't travel so much. You know, we travel, but not like they do now. Yeah, yeah. And that's the big difference. And of course, also they play for a lot more money yeah. as we did, and for a lot bigger crowd because yeah, the yeah. pressure is much higher. And uh, so I think, yeah, that that makes the burnout come. Uh, you know, the, and and also the, because there's so much money in the business. They have to work because the whole the, the, they they build a structure with managers and bookers yeah, yeah. agencies yeah, yeah. and everybody is is they, he needs to play start keep on playing yeah otherwise they have no money yeah exactly so <laughs> so the pressure is so higher yeah and and that's why they the the if you have a wrong management and a wrong booker they they try to book two things on on a night and yeah. you have to go from one place to another and then the next morning again flying to there and yeah, yeah so so you're um, do you uh, think that's a good development no but that's what happens if you have a wrong manager and a wrong uh, booking agency do you have advice how potentially aspiring DJs would be better choose a manager then yeah because you, usually right when you, let's let's take on Martin Garrix for example he yeah. has he got lucky in the sense that animals that he found the right manager but he could have been like um, like Avicii and ended up with the wrong one and then maybe been in a position already where he's burnt out yeah. how at such a young age in particular because I feel like producers are becoming younger and younger yes how do you What criteria should you use for choosing a good manager? Yeah, it's difficult because you have to be—he has to be reliable. Yeah, that's one. Yeah. So that that doesn't steal money from you, and that yeah. he, and then he has to have you as a um, has to take take care of you as well. 
because you're the one who's, who goes to all the gigs, so you cannot do your your management of your... I always manage myself, but they they need to be managed because I have time enough to do... People call me and I say, okay, I can do it, blah, 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 and, and I deal everything. That's, that's for me, it's not no problem, but for, for them, and especially when you're young, I think he, he uh, like uh, Martin Garrix, he didn't have the good uh, contract with the record company. In that was uh, they had a big problem and big uh, big suitcases and what uh, uh, law cases, yeah, lawsuits, and lawsuits. That's what. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's uh, you must be, uh, you must be lucky to find the good people. Yeah, and uh, uh, and and some people are better at it. Uh, like I think uh, Armin van Buren had a very good organization around him, and he picked the right people to work for him. It's very important, of course. That uh, and and so that's also has to do with your own talent to find good people or yeah. your own um, um, uh, yeah intelligence or to 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 organize it well around you. Yeah. And but also he is always complaining about the pressure and the hard work and the yeah yeah, uh, yeah. and also uh, like Avicii I think he lost himself in drugs as well yeah. but I, I'm not sure but I can imagine that that is one of the problems yeah uh, if you're not really solid in, in in what you do then you're and and people offer you everything of course when you that big star you come in countries in Russia or whatever yeah, yeah then yeah. everything is possible you know right. And uh, you have to say no sometimes. And, and if you cannot do that, yeah, then you have a problem because then you go deeper and deeper and deeper in it. Yeah. yeah. Uh. You already mentioned that one part of being um, an entrepreneur or a DJ is that it brings in a lot of uncertainty with it because unlike a job, you don't know if you're getting paid this month if you don't go looking for gigs. Yeah. How do you deal with that uncertainty? Yeah, I, I didn't have so much uncertainty. It, it's it's more like how you th- that you have a, you need to have a kind of helicopter view on the business um, where your business is going to be. Mm-hmm. And in the beginning, I wasn't. Of course, I played in all the uh, Amsterdam clubs, and then uh, you had the in crowd clubs, and you had this, and then and then you had your business there. And then in '82, I had my first band, Alex and the City Crew. Then we made a record, and but then I had uh, break dancers and uh, MC and uh, uh, people who play uh, instruments, and then we toured with that. And then I thought, oh, that's okay. That we did for one and a half year, and then we went to. Oh yeah, then I went to Mallorca and Mabelia and played in the Bios, the big club. And from there I went to Mallorca and uh, then people saw me there and they booked me in in in, in Spain. Um, so yeah, you have to be, um, and after that, when I start playing music again, I was the first one to play with the clips. Then I invented to bring my own, uh, because nobody knew how fun it was to play with clips mm-hmm. because they said I, I, I have to see it you know yeah, exactly and uh, so I invented my, I bought my own plasma uh, LED screens and I, I made a, a how do you know a, st- a stative for it yeah, yeah because all standard statives they are too low yeah exactly then if you put it on there nobody in the room sees it yeah. and I know people has to see it that yeah, is fun yeah, yeah. so I, 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 I reorganized uh, I, I developed a special uh, system where they can put higher yeah. and then people start noticing 
it's fun yeah. to play with the and the good thing is that I'm not a I play all kind of music. And if you play only house, yeah, house is a lot of times, most of the times, it's instrumental music. Mm -hmm. But I play songs, you know, people singing. Yeah. And then it's fun to see the people singing. And uh, and because I play music from the 60s till now, it, the older the music is, the more fun people have watching the clips because they're so outdated or they yeah, look yeah. funny or, oh, you remember that time, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You remember the the, the, the the music sounds for them still like it's today because it's from them, for their... And it, but when they see the visuals, when they see Earth, Wind, the Fire with their funny yeah, suits yeah. on and uh, doing things, yeah. then, it's, then it's for them a lot of fun to watch the clip. Yeah. So the, the yeah the, 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 so I was the first one to tour with the with screens and the, and with the plasma screens and uh, later on I uh, if, uh, I bought uh, big video screens and beamers and uh, I designed my DJ booth and yeah yeah you may, I, I'm think I'm quite good in making a business of it mm -hmm. you know because renting equipment for all the parties is a lot of money every year yeah. so uh, yeah. Yeah, that's why I'm always busy with that. Also, you managed to make, um, as you mentioned, several businesses. Yeah. You don't, yeah, or you don't, at least from my experience, you don't really get taught that in school. No. Where did you learn, sort of, where did your, yeah, you learn to build at, businesses? Yeah, I, I started guess. DJing at school when I was at school. Mm -hmm. And then, um, yeah, you know, I always think everything is possible. So if, if I go a, a, a direction, then I start inventing how to how it's possible to tour and to do. Uh, yeah, exactly. I, I don't know. It's it's more self belief. Yeah, just do it. Yeah. You know, just don't 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 hesitate. Yeah. Just go for it. Again, I'm like there. I'm I'm inventing a new DJ. Uh, I'm I'm, I'm trying try to work out a new DJ boot. Yeah. Because I want a DJ boot. It was a lot lower and a lot. Uh, no, I'm, I'm working on it again. Yeah, exactly. It's the DJ boot number ten, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Every time I have a new idea, and yeah. then I, I I go for that. Yeah. So it's uh, yeah. You have to be. Uh, I'm lucky to be. Uh, how do you say? I can manage myself. I can. Uh, I'm creative enough to invent things which which are not there before. Yeah. And uh, uh, and it's always about DJing, uh, dancing yeah. people. Yeah. And uh, but I'm in this business so long, so I know exactly what I want. You know? Yeah. And I've been touring always. So and the touring. Uh, we have now uh, we, we organize the 40 up events in Holland, and that's uh, parties for the people who are older as 40 years. Yeah. And uh, um, um, yeah, and we started with that 15 years ago, and now we have 60, 70 parties in Holland in the biggest rooms that you can get. You yeah. know, the, the the Tivoli or Oosterpoort. Yeah, yeah. It's very fun. Yeah. You know, people like to come there. That's sold out, and uh, I can play the music I want. Yeah. I'm I'm happy there. You know. Because it's, I, I, I developed it like uh, that I feel comfortable there. Yeah, exactly. And I let the people know that we play every kind of music. <laughs> because yeah, that's what they're used to now. Yeah. We play rock, we play pop, we play dance, we play disco, we play funk, we play soul, we play... Everything is possible. So as far as... Because you are a DJ that's been in the scene for so long. Yeah. If there's a starting DJ 
trying to sort of figure out, okay, how, how am I going to place myself in this DJ world? Yeah. What advice would you have that doesn't, not only to get to the top, but also to be here in 50 years still organizing yeah, 40 plus events? You know, uh, the thing is, the, the, it goes away. You never can predict. Yeah. I know when I played, the, I was one of the DJs, the first ones who play house. Yeah. We could never realize that 30 years later, house was still there, yeah. you know, because in the beginning there was new wave and punk and soul and disco. And then there was, it was always going fast. Yeah. And then suddenly house came and it never went. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what comes after this? You never know. Yeah. But it's funny that, um, I mean, I grew up in a time that there were, let's say, a thousand clubs in Holland. Everywhere was a club, you know. There was a big scene where you could play mu music as a DJ. And now it's festivals. Yeah. And all the clubs are nearly gone. And the festivals, yeah, they, le they let you play for le a little money if you're not known. Yeah. Because, yeah, they say, yeah, you can get well known. Uh, yeah. those, uh, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I do know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the way it is. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so the only way to get known now is playing to make music. Yeah, and then your music must be good, and then you get a name. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so it's a lot of that we couldn't do that in the past. No, no. <laughs> so yeah, that there's a big, big difference in the scene now and and, and 50 years ago. But yeah, yeah, uh, I always what I did is start playing in a, a club and what not too big. Yeah, this was quite big, but. Um, um, uh, and, and in the neighborhood, and uh, it was a younger centrum, mm -hmm. um, and then yeah, start learning and learning and do it a lot and do it a lot, and then you can grow. Yeah, but you you don't you cannot start at the top always. Everybody wants to start immediately at the festival on, on yeah. prime time. Yeah. Uh, that's not gonna work. <laughs> that's not gonna happen. Yeah, I, I mean, I think the most important what you also just said is the get into a mindset of doing. Yeah, right. That, and that's, ironically, that's, that's, that's actually what Hank said as well, that you have to do and not think yeah. about doing. That, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So obviously my podcast is called The Quarter Life Crisis. Yeah. And the reason for that is because in my case, as I explained a little already, I was a DJ, but in the meantime, I was doing master, I was sort of doing it next to my study. And then at some point started reflecting, thinking, okay, I don't think this whole music thing is going to work out for me. Um, let me... Stop that and focus on new project, hence the quarter life crisis. But also why it was a crisis is because I was then done with studying and realized I still have no idea yeah. what I want to do. And there's so many opportunities, like where, which, which road do I pick? Yeah. Um, first of all, did you have a quarter life crisis? Yeah, that was after, um, um, uh, after the whole situation with uh, Update Media. When I quit that, that was the first thing which uh, which didn't work out too well, because we couldn't get it profitable. Yeah. We, we did too much, and not you know, and, yeah, yeah. and we were struggling to get it profitable, and it didn't work out. And then I, uh, I, um, I the, all things went together. Um, the DJ convention went to Konamas, and they went on with it without uh, us um, uh, knowing about. Um, um, the, the, my wife, uh, I was divorced. Uh, the house where I lived in was not okay. Uh, the work with Hank was uh, to an end. Yeah. And then I thought, okay, I did a lot of things good, but and I had a lot of fun in, in life. 
but financially is now it's not okay yeah. and i have to change because i realized that working with 15 people in the office being there the manager from is not my life i realize yeah. i'm not i'm more doing things i like to do more things than to organize things yeah so I, I i said to myself there are a few things i don't want to do anymore i don't want to have people um, which i'm paying to work for me you know that you're, you're you're the boss i don't want to be the boss anymore uh i don't want to do anything with organizing events because i organize so many events in my life mm -hmm. that um, um it's too much uh, stress too much hustle uh Getting uh, at that time uh, where the promotion was always a big thing, you know, putting up posters, making flyers, let people uh, yeah, yeah. get the flyer. It was too much work. Yeah. So the risks were too high. And I thought, no. I, and then I started DJing again. I thought, okay, now I'm going to do it differently. I go only DJing and Technique. I like to do to to do uh, be busy with technique. You know, uh, yeah. I have a sound system, light system, uh, video screens. That that's that's uh, uh, that's the thing I I also always also like to do. Yeah. So yeah, then uh, and and life developed like it is, like it was. Uh, uh, that I'm only DJing and yeah. doing that. And no, what I what I like about that is um, the fact that you talk about. You tried the entrepreneur thing and realized this is not for me. And no. I think especially right now on social media and stuff, you have this trend, right? That everybody says, well, I'll become, a so I'll become an entrepreneur because yeah, 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 that's yeah. going to change your life. Yeah. And uh, realizing, you know, equally could be for the DJ thing because the DJ thing on the outside looks spectacular to a lot of people. But if you're not resistant to sort of the yeah. long nights, yeah, yeah. you know, if then it becomes hard and that's sort of the downside. So I like that you are so honest in reflecting, look, I tried it, it's not for me, I'm going to focus on what I enjoy yeah, doing. Yeah, but, the, but, but this crisis, uh, you need to find out, uh, the harder thing in life is to find out where you're not good at. Yeah. <laughs> it's easier to find out where you're good at. Yeah. But you're, because you're good at some things, you think you can do everything. But yeah. it is not so. You have to find out that uh, managing people is a completely different thing managing a crowd in a club, yeah. you know. And 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 you have to be harder if you're an entrepreneur. You have to be very hard and make money from other people, you know. Yeah. And that's not the thing which I can do, which I, which I'm not good at, you know. I, I'm I'm not. Uh, I like to to. Uh, to give people fun and not to to take money from them yeah, exactly. you know that's that's the difference in that's what i always always not so didn't like about the music industry there are the people that are doing the business and you have the artist and the people who are doing business need the artist but the only thing they do is get the most money out of the artist yeah that's that that that's their go yeah that that's their um Go to yeah yeah that's where they in life for you know yeah. make as much money and doesn't matter how and uh, doesn't matter from whom and and the artist cannot do anything without the the business people yeah and so they're connected to each other but it's a not good balance no exactly and that's what I don't like about the music industry or about this kind of industries yeah. And you have the, of course, also at the art or in, uh, in the movie or theater business, everywhere yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. There's, but there's it's plenty. the creative people and the business yeah. people, and they're different. Yeah. <laughs> so as far as 
do you have any advice as far as when you are on let's just keep it to me in my situation yep. where you're starting out and you see okay i could take this road i could take that road i could what is any advice when it comes to figuring out what road to take yeah yeah i think do it take it easy organize your own events and try to get a, a group of people behind you then you're interesting for everybody to play music because then you take your people with you. Mm -hmm. So if you live in a, in a, in, a, in a, what town, it doesn't matter. Just start organizing events in your own town. Yeah. And, and, and get as much people as you, you can. And, 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 and as, as soon as it grows, the, the bigger it gets, the easier you get work as a DJ. Yeah. So simple, is it? Yeah. And nowadays, uh, via social media and things like that, it's easier to do as in the old days. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and, and, and perhaps produce some records and try uh, try different roads yep. at one time. Yeah. I think, yeah. If I should start over, I think that's the way to do it. Okay. I made one record with my band, Alex City Crew, and then, yeah, we had uh, 200 shows. And uh, uh, after that, it stopped. And then, okay, then we went on with other things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't like to be in the studio because the studio is nothing for me. No. Because that's only, you're in this room and I want to work with people. You yeah, know, that's the thing. Yeah, that's my yeah. drive. Yeah. <laughs> But it sounds then like it's been a very organic, constant learning process. Like, you, as, as I mentioned, you just do and you're like, okay, reflecting very yep. critical on yourself of do I enjoy this? No. Okay, stop. Next thing. Do I enjoy yeah, this? Right. No. Yeah, I, 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 to be honest, uh, we, do, uh, we have a company with this 40 up, uh, with a, uh, have a few partners. And during the, the corona uh, crisis, I said to them, I'm not sure if I start playing music again. Right. Because I wasn't not sure. I couldn't predict yeah, yeah. how I would like it again after two years yeah. to be on the road again. Yeah. And then... Uh, and? Um, and I like it again, yeah, you okay. know. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, that there I was uncertain about. I said, yeah, perhaps it was enough. Yeah. And uh, and 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 it's very uh, handy if you can change your career because I there was a moment I did a, around I think two three hundred um, uh, um, parties for companies, you know, in a year because I was I was the king for that in yeah, the, yeah. the moment. Yeah. Everybody wanted me. I had the clips and I was the, uh, playing the right music. Blah, blah, blah. But then in two thousand eight there was the financial crisis and then. Everything stopped because they had no money in, anymore. Yeah, and then uh, uh, a little bit before that, I uh, came in contact with Forty Up with uh, Harry De Winter, and we uh, organized Harry together. We were partners together, and then we then I thought, okay, then we start putting energy in Forty Up because then we can make money in the in the uh, at the parties that people pay tickets you know yeah and uh, so now yeah then then i changed from being the business party dj into the 40 up dj yeah and yeah. then we build up 40 up slowly yeah but very uh yeah then, then we had two places in the, then we had the f and i and then we had the, we started in amsterdam yeah in the melkweg or we started in paradiso and the second party was in the melkweg and uh, um, and then uh, more and more and more places came because everybody nobody was doing something for this older crowd. Yeah, exactly. And they love to dance again, you know. Yeah. yeah. So that's um, and then this became my new business. Yeah. And so you have to be aware of where you are as a person, as a DJ, 
I don't. I think it's it's um, when I started DJing again after the after my midlife crisis, I thought, yeah, you know, there are so many house DJs. I can be a house DJ, but it's too difficult to compete with them. Yeah, I'm the I'm the DJ who plays everything. Yeah, and so I choose, and and that's also more me because I like all kind of music because that's yeah, yeah. fifty years ago it had to be like that. And uh, um, uh, so, yeah, I, I choose my own path. And that's why I also never took a, a DJ name because I thought, yeah, I'm old enough to, to, to use my own name. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice. Uh, and uh, yeah, then, then that's the reason why I still work on my own name. Nice. And uh, um, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the, the, I think it's you have to be aware of what is happening around you, and that you see yourself uh, in in the new business and how it can work. Yeah. And uh, yeah, this is did uh, this worked out? Yeah. I'm already at my last question, yeah. and that question is, I'm very curious about it. What does the future hold for Alex? Oh yeah. We're rebuilding our house, so that's a big thing going on. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, that's what I did in the Corona time. Then I changed plans and I started uh, uh, building our house we, because we have a whole um, whole house with different floors. So there was a lot to to do, and I liked it as well to, to do some other things again. Yeah, and uh, so that is going to happen the coming half year. After that, yeah, we, we, we're growing with uh, Forty Europe, but I also like to step back a little bit and play a little bit less than I did uh, before Corona because I think, yeah, well, I'm, I'm 66, so um, it's good to step back mm -hmm. slowly. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, and sometimes there's a new thing popping up and I'll have some ideas for things. But no, yeah, I'm, I'm not as eager as I was before in organizing new things. Because, uh, yeah, well, it, I, I don't have to work, you know. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it's not yeah, necessary. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, um, and it's also a lot of hustle to organize something new. So, um, but always, you know, there's something pops up. And uh, then, uh, yeah, I'm open for the future. Yeah. But how it exactly is going to be, yeah, I, I bought a new... Not hanging up the DJ boots anytime soon then. No, Maybe no, less, no, no, but no, not... No, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm in the middle of uh, liking it a lot again. Nice. So, uh, no, it, 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 we keep on going. Yeah. <laughs> Your passion is very contagious. I, uh, you almost make me want to start DJing myself again. <laughs> so I want to thank you for your time. I appreciate it and uh, the stories you shared. Yeah, thank you. Okay.